The cross is the gateway to glory. The cross is the gateway to glory. As I mentioned in the introduction, we're celebrating the memorial of St. Agatha, who was a virgin and a martyr in the early church. And also it's this first Saturday that we find ourselves in, the first Saturday that our Blessed Mother in the visions at Fatima spoke to the, the children, particularly Lucia, and said, I desire that souls make five first Saturdays of reparations to my Immaculate Heart, atoning for their sins and the sins and ingratitudes of mankind against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And so the cross is the gateway to glory. One of the images and one of the ways in which our Lord appeared and Our Lady appeared to uh, the visionaries of Fatima was several years after the initial appearances, there was this appearance to Lucia, who when, was the longest surviving visionary and went on to be a, a, a nun and, and, a, and a sister and lived for many years later. But our Lord appeared to her, and specifically he appeared on the cross. And it was him on the cross it was God the Father kind of above him and the Holy Spirit kind of in the middle, kind of resting upon Christ as he was crucified. And our Blessed Mother, as Our Lady of Fatima was there with her, her heart, immaculate heart, encircled with the thorns, representing that ingratitude of mankind and her sins. But also at the heart of Christ was that pierced heart of the Lord and pouring forth this, this blood in the form of a, the host and the Eucharist coming forth from his crucified heart as he was hanging on the cross. And also we see on the side, it says, graces and mercy flowing down from the cross. Graces and mercy. So this is a very powerful image that the Lord shared with Lucia. And I think it brings us right into the heart of the message of the scriptures, particularly today and, and of the gospel. We see in the gospel that Jesus is proclaiming to his would-be followers. He says, Jesus said to all, and it's important to note that word all. He didn't just say, he said to some, he said to many, he said to a few, he said he said to all. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. And so this is our Lord, the, that eternal wisdom himself, who chose no other way but that cross to come to us, to reveal to us just the depths of, yes, the depths of our sin, the depths of our, our brokenness, that it took God himself coming to be nailed naked to a cross, giving his life for us to redeem us, but also the intense and passionate love that the Lord has for you and I. That even though he was in his glory in heaven and had no need to come down from that eternal bliss with the Father and the Holy Spirit, but he chose to. He actually chose to come and be crucified in such a gruesome way precisely to show us his love, to proclaim to us his mercy, not just in word, but in his very deeds, in his very flesh, in his very blood. 
is testimony of his unfailing love for you and I. The cross is the gateway to glory. And just as it was for Christ, his gateway to the resurrection and to new life, so it is with you and I. Because we have that twofold promise of glory and resurrection in the Lord, but also this promise of if you follow me, you will embrace, you will have the cross in your life. As we're speaking of these first five Saturdays, and perhaps we've heard of this devotion before and this desire to fulfill Our Lady's request to remove those thorns, as it were, those thorns encircling her heart of the ingratitudes and the offenses and sacrileges committed against her and her immaculate heart and also against her son. And so we just celebrated the first Friday devotion yesterday, trying to make reparations to our Lord's sacred heart. And it transfers right into this first Saturday where we atone for the wounds of Our Lady's heart. And so we can think of five first Saturdays. Maybe we'll just look at those each individually, starting with Saturday. Why is it Saturday that is particularly important? Well, we can think of the very first Saturday after the crucifixion of Christ, that first holy Saturday, that Our Lady was still experiencing in, in her heart the, the deep reality of her son just crucified before her eyes was now laid in the tomb and she was bearing all of that suffering within her. All of that pain within her heart was still there and she was keeping vigil with the Lord because she had just experienced this crucifixion of her own spirit the day before. And yet, even in the midst of her suffering, even in the midst of being or undergoing that spiritual death along with her son, with the cross, we know that her faith was still burning intensely, burning brightly, that hope of the glory of, of the Lord, of her son to come, because she remembered the promise the angels made to her, you know, your son will rule on the throne of his father David forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And she heard the Lord himself say in his preaching, you know, I am the resurrection, I am the life. On the third day, I will rise again. And so when all seemed to be darkness, there was a light burning in the virgin's heart that there will be new life, there will be glory, there will be the resurrection, but there is still that pain, there is still that wounding in the heart. So bearing both of those within her, so this Saturday of Our Lady. We also see that this first, why the, the first Saturday, and as I said, we spoke about that very first Holy Saturday, and Our Lady desires, part of the, the request that Our Lady made was, you know, I desire on the first Saturdays that people go to confession, that they confess their sins and they make a good confession sacramentally. And if they're unable to do that, then just spiritually, a confession, an act of contrition, that they receive Holy Communion received on the first Saturday of each month. And if you're not able to do that in person, then spiritually, a spiritual communion. 
Also to pray the Holy Rosary, five decades of the Rosary on Saturday. And then also to spend 15 minutes in meditation on, on one or more of the mysteries, just consoling Our Lady's heart, our Immaculate Heart. And so these requirements of that, the five Saturdays devotion. But that idea of also the first, as in giving the, those first fruits of our heart to our Blessed Mother, those very choice kind of first offerings of our heart to Our Lady that we'll spend time with her. And as she was experiencing this, this suffering in her heart on the Saturday, we can suffer along with her. We can unite our own sufferings to those of our Blessed Mother and in that way console her heart. And we also know of the, it's five first Saturdays. And so why the reason for the five? Well, Jesus appeared to Lucia and, and explained to her the reason it's five is because there are five offenses committed against our Immaculate Mother, particularly which I desire atonement for. Five, and those five are blasphemy and ridicule of her Immaculate Conception. Ridicule and, and blasphemy is also against her perpetual virginity. A same thing, ridicule against her and, and just not believing in her divine maternity, her divine motherhood, the motherhood of all mankind. Fourthly, the, the instilling of indifference in the hearts of children to, to not love our Blessed Mother, to have a, just kind of a distaste or a hatred even for her. So that offense. And then fifthly, the last is the profaning and, and blaspheming in, of her sacred images. And so that's the reason for the five. And so these five first Saturdays, And so we can think in our own lives this invitation from the Lord and from our Blessed Mother to see what is this cross that the Lord entrusts to us in our life? What is the way in which the Lord is inviting me to walk upon this path of suffering, of atonement for our sins, for my own sins, for our own sins and the sins of the whole world? And we can see in, in the life of Agatha, she died when she was only 20 years old, but she, the cross that she was given, she offered herself in perpetual virginity to the Lord as a consecrated virgin, even at a very young age. And because she was unswayed by the, the kind of advances of, of suitors who were trying to, uh, trying to have her or, or his worldly pleasures, she denied all of these. And because of that, she was tortured, she was burned, she was scourged. Her breasts actually were cut off. She experienced very extreme torture, this heavy cross in her life. But she was, and she was martyred. But even now, after all these centuries have passed, her name is enshrined in our Eucharistic prayer that we pray very often. And so she embraced that cross as that gateway to glory and she forever now enjoys this eternal promise of that glory and resurrection with Christ. And so as we're here on this first Saturday in honor of Our Lady, what is the cross that the Lord has 
entrusted to you in your life? What is the cross you are carrying today? As the Lord said in this gospel, you know, pick up his cross and follow, carry it daily. So what is the cross the Lord has shared with you right now in your life? Maybe it's a personal or a physical suffering, a suffering in your own flesh. Maybe it's a spiritual suffering. Or maybe it's a suffering of, of the spirit, of a compassion with, with someone else who you're suffering with, you're suffering for. But what is that way in which the Lord is inviting you to embrace that suffering, that cross today in your life? Because we know that the Lord asks us to carry that cross to unite our sufferings with his, just as he entrusted to St. Agatha, just as he did to our blessed mother, so too he entrusts to you and I this cross. But recognizing that he gives us the grace to carry it, that he never gives us too much for our strength to bear, and that we can offer all those sufferings for the sanctification and redemption of ourselves and for others. So there's a deep fruitfulness to the cross. And just as our Lord said, as we heard in the Psalm, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. In the midst of our trials, we can say with our Lord and our Blessed Mother, Lord, I surrender to you. I entrust to you the sufferings I unite it with your cross for my own salvation, the salvation of the world. Use it for your glory because I know that your cross, Lord, your cross is the gateway to glory. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.